It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is Stuart Crawford coming to you live on blogtalkradio.com from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And this is Small Business IT Radio, a weekly webcast designed for small business IT professionals and those Microsoft certified uh, partners, small business specialists out there looking to get that savvy business advice to take them to the next level in their business. Again, this is Stuart Crawford, and I uh, am the host of the show today. Uh, and uh, this is our weekly show coming to you live on Blog Talk Radio. Every Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, noon in the Eastern Time Zone, and 9 a.m. on the West Coast. Again, uh, Small Business IT Radio is designed for you, the Small Business IT professional looking to get that um, information to take your business to the next level. Uh, also, we have a new sponsor for uh, the show. We are sponsored by IT Success Mentor, a mentorship group for IT professionals at itsuccessmentor.com. You can visit them anytime online. Uh, they have a new ebook that's available for upcoming trends in 2008 that you may want to download uh, at that website. So let's get right into the, the show for today. We're joined by um, a good uh, contact of mine, a good colleague, Mr. Uh, Kevin Piesker from Dell Canada. And Kevin is the VP and General Manager of Small and Medium-Sized Business within Dell Canada. And he joins us on the line from Toronto today. Good morning, good morning. Stuart, good morning. and good afternoon. How are, uh, how are things uh, with you today, Kevin? Absolutely fantastic. I actually just came back from Mexico City, and uh, I'm rested and, and ready, ready to go. Excellent. Well, let, let's, um, there's probably some listeners out there that are not aware who you are. Maybe give us a quick uh, synopsis of your resume, uh, you know, where you started at, how you got launched into the technology business, and maybe uh, what you do on a daily basis within Dell Canada. Sure, Stuart. Well, you're broadcasting from Calgary, so I, I actually grew up pretty close to there out in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and uh, and that's that's a wonderful place for those people who had the Rough Riders winning the Grey Cup recently. But uh, I left Saskatchewan and uh, attended university in the United States, finished off at the U of S, and then did an MBA eventually at the Australian Graduate School of Management. So I had, had a little bit of travels in my uh, in my career as well. I worked overseas for 17 years spending most of that in Asia-Pacific and uh, Europe and also Africa. So I've been able to experience small businesses firsthand, either working in them or dealing with them in many countries around the globe, and there's, there's quite a bit of consistency to that. But in my past, I've worked for, uh, for some other uh, IT organizations, uh, some which you may have heard of, uh, one called IBM and you know, that, that, that organization, and, uh, and a few others over 22 years in the industry. So currently, I'm uh, Vice President General Manager for Small Medium Business in Canada. It's uh, one of our major businesses for Dell Canada. I report to the President uh, for America's International, Lawrence Pentland, who uh, runs and operates uh, over 40 countries in America's International, which includes Canada as a geography. And uh, I have a great team here in Canada who uh, deals with just over about 120,000 small medium business customers directly, and we have about 1,200 partners that we currently deal with across the country as well. So does that give you a bit of, bit of background, Stuart? Yeah, sure. It sounds like you got your hands full out there. So it's with that customer base and the number of partners that you're working with, it sure keeps your uh, schedule pretty busy. Yeah, we uh, we have fun. We have fun. But the SMB market is is just absolutely a fantastic market for for many of the partners uh, that that are on the phone or or dialing in. Uh, they're they're very aware of it. Uh, just from a, from from a few statistic standpoints, uh, you know, 97% of the businesses in Canada are SMBs, and uh, over 85% of Canadian GDP is is coming from SMBs as well. So it's a big market. There's uh, lots of business out there for everybody. Absolutely, that's one thing we find, especially when we have uh, our lunches with some of our colleagues here in Calgary. That we seem to never run across each other, and there's lots of abundance of of business out there. I'd like to invite people that are listening live to us on Blog Talk Radio. If you have a question you'd like to ask 
The dial-in number is area code 646-716-8372. Get on the line there. If we see you on the switchboard, we'll make sure you get on and uh, ask your question to Kevin or myself. So, Kevin, Dell is a big, big organization worldwide. You bet. You, you gave us some numbers of, of Canada. Are those numbers that, you know, Canada, is that a little high uh, in the worldwide average, or is it pretty much bang on? Uh, from from an SMB mix standpoint? Yeah. Yeah, SMBs around the globe, it's a, it's a similar metric uh, that we see around the globe. And uh, in terms of the impact on geographies and, uh, and the GDP of most countries in the world, uh, both in developing nations and in developed nations such as Canada, uh, you know, it, what, what I find interesting is just the, the sheer mass of spend that SMBs undertake in our Canadian market as well. Uh, I've seen various figures uh, through, through, uh, through uh, survey organizations, et cetera, um, and published by the government, but just about $10 billion was spent on IT in uh, 2007 in, in Canada. And, you know, that's definitely not all in hardware. Uh, a good component of that goes into, into services. Uh, and that's to support the 5 million employees that are on the payroll in Canada in SMBs. That's a, a pretty impressive numbers when you think about it, when, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of available money out there for us small business partners and, and other tech and technology firms to, to share. And you, you had a story once when we, we, we met in Toronto uh, back a few months ago, and you were telling yes. me a story about ledgers in the company you were working with in Africa. Would you mind sharing <laughs> that story with us? Well, for, uh, for any of the listeners who happen to have traveled to some of the more uh, developing nations around the globe, they, they might have experienced this. Maybe not as a tourist, but if you happen to have the opportunity to work overseas in a, in a developing country. Uh, a number of years ago, and, and this, this was at the stage for, for, those, of you, for those of you who are a little bit later in your career like myself, meaning, you know, been in this industry for 20 years or so, uh, you know, we, we can remember the days when a PC was uh, five to $7,000. It was a non-networked item. The internet was pervasive only or just starting to be pervasive in, in, uh, in a limited set of university and government uh, departments and environments. And uh, and that was in the developed countries. So I ended up in a place called Harare, Zimbabwe, which uh, which was a, a really really terrific place. Unfortunately, the country's having some challenges at the moment, but uh, but at the time it was the jewel of Africa. And Harare's bordered by South Africa, Botswana, Zambia, and Mozambique. For those of you who want to sort of get some geography piece piece of where Zimbabwe is, um, in Harare I was working for a British company called uh, United Touring Company. And uh, my role there was as finance credit collections manager. And so different to how any of us and even the smallest of business in Canada would now run their IT or, or their, their uh, ledgers and their books, um, they'd all run it on computer using, using some, form of, uh, some form of software from Excel to the prepackaged stuff that's out there. Uh, this organization was running it the good old-fashioned way which was by entering credits and debits in, uh, in the ledger book. Now, what was interesting is when you're actually trying to run a business that becomes a big business, um, this company I worked for was the largest touring company in East Africa, those ledger books start to number in the, uh, in the many hundreds and literally uh, took up a, uh, a good 10-meter-long wall that was stacked from floor to ceiling of ledger books supporting the credits and debits and effectively running their business and trying to figure and running their business on that. So my role was kind of fun. Um, at the early stages, I had to go through the manual process of trying to reconcile accounts, figure out uh, who owed what, and then would literally walk across the street to the supplying company, to, to the company we supplied, and negotiate with them whether or not my book of debits and credits matched up with their book of debits and credits. So, <laughs> needless to say, it was a department that had, uh, I ended up having 40 folks reporting to me, um, all doing the same thing, just going through and doing reconciliations all day long. And if we think of, of businesses today, I, I just think of Dell, and, and we, uh, we do you know, uh, billions of dollars as an organization, and I think of our, our finance team, uh, who is minuscule in terms of 
actually managing the process of debits and credits because it's all electronic, it's all digitized. The access to the information is right there. And, and I know any small business in Canada certainly uh, wouldn't want to be running their business that way because it was highly inefficient. <laughs> but it was a great experience. Sounds like, well, you know, technology's come a long, long way over, even on the, if you look at the last few years, things have changed drastically. We have new social networking type of uh, services out there. Absolutely. We communicate with mobile devices, laptops, uh, desktop PCs, servers. The whole, the whole world changes rapidly. You know, IT does play a major role in small businesses worldwide and in Canada, the U.S. But what are, what are some of the impacts that you, Dell has found in some of the research that they've done with, uh, with IT and small business? Yeah, that's a, that's a great, great question, Stuart. It's it's an interesting area for us, and uh, and as a you know as a, as a primary vendor of of IT around the globe, we uh, we're a sixty billion dollar company. We have just about ninety thousand employees, and uh, and and we still have you know we we have a small fraction of the overall market. So there's tremendous opportunity, or there's there's a lot of market happening out there. Um, so for us, like similar similar to how other firms would uh, would manage their environment, Environment, and I'm sure some of the partners on the phone as well. We want to know what's happening within within the marketplace. We want to know what's happening within our customers in that marketplace. So we actually contracted with um, ICSB, and that stands for International Council for Small Businesses. That's an organization that operates uh, around the globe. Um, and in June 2007, as an example, they have an annual world conference. This one was in Turku, Finland. So for if you happen to get there, I hope you had the reindeer. Uh, reindeer's fantastic in Finland, a wonderful meal. Um, anyway, uh, that the conference happened in Turku, Finland. And, uh, and we, we went through and we did a survey um, globally of just about 2,000 small businesses. We looked at, we did focused um, face-to-face uh, interviews or phone interviews with uh, with a, another 150 or so small businesses and uh, and came up with some pretty interesting research uh, and this was in conjunction with IS, uh, ICSB um, again the International Council for Small Business so our, our objective was really confirm um, you know what are the small business customer technical needs and pain points around the world um, and for us that means how do we then implement that information into the development of products and services how we enhance our sales and support experience uh, how we craft our marketing strategies and messages that we aim at the market and so I, I think in, in relevance to uh, the audience who, who may be listening uh, the, the information can be applied to any of the partners who are supporting SMBs uh, across the country and uh, and effectively we said well the SMB market is can be defined many ways and I know Microsoft defines it from one co- companies of one to uh, to up to a thousand uh, we and Dell we we look at the SMB market as uh, one employee to 500 employees and obviously within those definitions there are multiple sub segments Specifically for this research, we looked at 50% of the businesses we researched were between one and nine employees, and 50%, the other 50% were between 10 and 99. So rather than SMB, this is really, uh, I've got some data here that I'll share with you, is really small uh, business. So one to 99 and 10 to 99. Well, I think a lot of us in the small business, especially small business specialists, will fit perfectly into that. Most of us have clients that are in that one to 100 range. So I think this data that you're going to share with us, Kevin, is, is perfect. But you know, one of the things I um, I always wondered about: what are some of the drivers of IT investment you know, worldwide, or even geographically here in Canada? Um, so so there there's a there's a few. Um, I'll just pull out some figures here. Let me let me take a look. Sixty sixty six percent of uh, of small business owners worldwide really think IT is extremely important to their business. Um, Fifty-seven percent think that IT plays an extremely important role in growth of small business, and uh, starting to get more more micro in it. Canada and UK small businesses tend to consider themselves as experts with technology. About seventy-three percent of small businesses in the U.S., as an example, um, are interested in technology to better serve their customers, followed by growing their business. So when you start to sort of narrow some of those comments down. Uh, small businesses are, have told us that they're they're interested in simplicity of use, 
ease of maintenance uh, being critical for the smallest of businesses to really allow them to continue to invest in technology, but more importantly, continue to invest in the infrastructure that will support their business growth. So uh, I've got, got some, some data here. The top five drivers of IT investment, getting directly to your question, Stuart, uh, for one to, 90, one to nine employee firms, so those, the real, uh, we call them micro size uh, small businesses. Um, number one is they want easy to use computer, meaning PC and server hardware. Uh, two, they want easy access to service and support. It makes sense if you think about their overall uh, resourcing that they have available within their environments. Uh, number three, enabling online communications. So most small businesses are communicating either with their suppliers, their partners, importantly with their customers. Makes sense. And number four, securing information. And uh, maybe later we can talk a little bit, bit about uh, what's happening in the storage market, Stuart. I think it's pretty relevant. Um, and then that, that leads into number five, which is storage uh, and recovery for business continuity. So interesting if, uh, and, and I've been fortunate in the roles that I've had at Dell. I've, I've, uh, I've led our, our software and peripherals business across Canada, across all the segments of our business. And I also uh, led our business that deals with uh, customers who have up to 3,500 employees. So uh, major CIOs that are running big, big businesses. And what, what I find fascinating about the research is whether you're uh, uh, running, uh, whether you're, you're a customer running a firm of one to nine employees or a firm that is very large running a thousand employees, many of the components of what I've just mentioned are consistent. And if we look across at 10 to 99 employee firms, uh, they're, they're really looking for IT to help them, why they're, why they're investing in IT, to help them drive sales and marketing, to help them with their database management and reporting, to allow them to enable online communications, similar to uh, the smaller micro-sized businesses, um, ensuring that they have great storage and recovery of their data, and then the next one, which is a bit different as they grow as a small business, is building tools for, uh, for community. Um, and you mentioned uh, uh, networking and viral networking, building tools to support the, you know, what's happening in, in our overall environment as people are engaging with IT and customers are engaging it and communicating with those customers. So th those are, that's a, a quick synopsis of the, uh, the prime drivers that, that, we're, that we saw out of the survey. So what I read in there or see into what you, uh, uh, you mentioned there is for us as small business IT professionals, we should really be driving a couple of areas. Yeah. Is enhancing the online communication piece, make sure yes. the, the, how they use the Internet is up and running, it's properly uh, secured, and it's easy to use. Yes. And then how we store and secure our in, internal data and how do we report on that is, is critical. So we're starting to see enterprise-type uh, concerns drift down into the small business space, especially as competition heats up globally in our global uh, market that we live in. Uh, we're starting to see small businesses wanting to do more with technology to uh, enhance communications, uh, report on uh, information that they get, and and do more, of course, sales and marketing and leveraging some of the online resources that are there. But you mentioned storage, the storage market. What interesting things are you starting to see there? Yeah, so on on the storage side, uh, you know, you're 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 uh, if you're a follower of the industry, uh, you're you're seeing data coming from many places, and uh, and there's all types of there's all all kinds of views of what's happening in the storage data the storage industry. One thing that is absolutely consistent, uh, time and time again, is that uh, uh, data is uh, not decreasing. Uh, data is increasing at a rapid, rapid rate, and uh, and that's having a, a massive impact in terms of how people are, how our customers out there are dealing with data, how they need to deal with data, how it's becoming more of a pain point than a, oh I should think about that. It becomes a I need to take action now, uh, and that's what that's what we're seeing. So a couple of interesting stats there is that uh, data overall is expected to grow uh, 6x growth in uh, four years. So between 2006 and 2010, the view is that uh, information will grow from 161 exabytes, that's a real big number, to 988 exabytes. 
So for, for those of you like me who might be on the phone who haven't uh, kept up with the latest you know, scaling of, of numbers up to infinity, um, uh, an exabyte uh, is uh, the, the exabyte sort of numbers we're talking about means that by 2010, we'll, we will have created 3 million times the information in all the books ever written. That's wow. a big, big number. That's a huge number. So what can a partner do, Kevin, to prepare for this? Um, so from from a partner standpoint, I I think there's there's a there's a couple of things. It would be to say, well, you know, where where are customers going with their data? What are they what are they thinking about? And and as you say, what can I do? I think a a couple of of key pieces around what what the overall growth in data is doing is it's it's driving the requirement for a few things. Uh, number one, we're seeing in customers there's because there's more and more data, there's a, effectively a shrinking backup window um, that's that's happening behind the scenes in terms of customers and and how they're managing the vast volumes of data. So as an as an example, it, it takes two hours minimum to back up one terabyte of data with the latest tape technology. Seventy nine percent can tolerate only 24 hours or less of downtime before significant revenue loss. That's with, with our customers. 31% of our customers have, an, uh, have a service level window between one and four hours. So that's more in the, in the mid-size space. But, you, but you know, you're seeing the requirement for, hey, when my business or when my data goes down, then I need to take action. And, uh, and I need to be able to, to support the, uh, to, to support coverage of that and do that through technology. So, um, so most people have been relying on tape. Um, there's, there's often a, a data loss assumed with tape of around 24 hours. 33% of SMBs are, are worried that their current backup didn't, doesn't currently provide the adequate level of protection. And uh, tape restores often fail between 41 and 70% of the time. And currently, there's a, there's a cost and complexity issue of, uh, uh, with current backup products. 20 to 30% of IT, of, of manpower. And if you think of a small business owner, they're like, oh, man, I've crashed. They have to stop everything they're doing with running their business to, uh, to get their business back up and running. Um, and the cost of managing data protection and storage is often 5x to 7x the cost of purchasing the hardware. So, so going directly to your question of you know, what can be done, I think that technology is helping here. And as an example from, uh, from Dell, we recently released the MD3000i, uh, which is an iSCSI SAN that provides uh, uh, value of storage consolidation without the complexity that we've seen in the past of fiber channel. So fiber channel is great. Fiber channel is fantastic. Um, in the right place. With SMBs, we want products that are suited for, uh, for the small, medium-sized companies that are simple enough for non-storage experts to deploy and manage. <coughs> Excuse me, sir. They're capable of, um, of really scaling and protecting data and frankly, that are affordable and don't prohibit SMBs from uh, implementing technology that will protect their critical business data. Well, I love the uh, the whole disk-based backup, and I've been a big a big supporter of it for a long time. Absolutely. But I have I have two teenager boys, and yep. got, they all have iPods. <laughs> I, I remember back to when I was their age, the big thing was uh, a Walkman with a tape player. Absolutely, huh? If you look at the kids today, they're not lifting the tape. So why are we in small business or as a small business customer wanting to use tape to back up our mission critical data? Because you know you meant you hit some of the key points. It's slow. It's not reliable. Uh, Forty-one to seventy percent of tape resources fail. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure the stats for uh, failure on disk-based backup systems is much much lower. Absolutely, one, absolutely. One of the things I like about uh, and I wrote an article a while back on this was with tape, you're really getting a point-in-time backup. That gives you a 24-hour assumed data loss window. Yes. The, with disk, you're really getting a continuous backup system now. So you mentioned the uh, MD3000, and for smaller base customers, they can look at the RD1000, which is a, a great little solution as well. True. Is, is, you know, what, the, uh, what are your opinions on this whole continuous data protection uh, with relation to storage? and the benefits that something like that could bring to a small business. 
Well, I mean, it's just a case of, you know, take, take off our, uh, our IT hats in terms of we're, and, and, and think of ourselves as small, and many, by the way, you know, most partners are uh, small businesses themselves. Right. So as a small business, you're, you're, uh, as a small business manager, as a small business leader, if you're the general manager of an enterprise and you've invested your, your sweat and blood into growing that business, uh, and, Frankly, your your uh, financial systems, your customer database, your the marketing systems in which you're you're uh, contacting customers on an outbound basis, everything is relying uh, on uh, and everything's driven by some software, by your IT hardware within your environment. So. To me, it's it's not a case of uh, point in time is is uh, is even acceptable uh, in most in most cases. I mean, the the differential here is one of a cost curve and a technology curve, and both of those have pretty much been eradicated. The cost point of entering a real time backup recovery system has come down dramatically, dramatically. I mean, for an SMB customer, they can enter this space for six to eight thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. I mean, if you think of the value of the data, the value of uptime and, and reduction of uptime to the points I, I mentioned and you mentioned, uh, it's a no-brainer. It, it quite frankly is. And, and uh, the whole cost, and, Kevin. Sorry, the whole cost of the you know six to ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, and some customers may look. Well, I that's I can't afford that. I can't look at it. it's too much money. What can we do a little cheaper? All I ask is, what's the value of your intellectual property that you created that you can't regain, or that quote that you're supposed to send out to a customer of yours oh. that, that's gone and you can't? You, there's a chance you may not win that business. What does that cost your business? Absolutely, quickly, absolutely. Quickly, they start understanding the uh, the value of uh, of going into a tape tape or not a tape tape, a disk based system that you know even on the low end for the smaller businesses that are just running a single small business server, uh, you can get in for. A thousand, twelve, twelve hundred dollars somewhere in there with the the first generate or the the basic disk based backup system, the RD one thousand that they talk sure. about, sure. right up right up to the, that ten thousand dollar price tag. But the real value comes down to the intellectual property of the data, and what is that? What does that really worth to you? What does it cost your employees downtime or your employees having to come back at you know work overtime now to recreate all that lost data? We all know. And we probably have done it. You and I have done it. Kevin probably is. You saved over a Word document, or you forgot to save it. You had to recreate it. It never is as good as the first time around. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we, we've all we've all been there. That's for sure. And and to to, to your point, I mean, there. I I think that the the what what we try and do within uh, within Dell, and and this is what we do across our team, and and for uh, the customers that we serve direct, for the for our partners who. Serve uh, their customers directly is we say you know what's happening within that customer's environment how are they running their business how will how can we help them utilize IT to improve their business effectively you know simplify their life simplify IT so that what they can focus on is maximizing the output and the performance of their business and when it comes to the storage and the data component um, quite frankly it, it's 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 uh, again it's something that is is critical for every SMB it's uh, it's an area that when you go through the, the questioning of how they're running their business and what their data means to them uh, Ultimately, you get to the point of, well, I really can't afford to lose that. And so in this case, though, I don't think it's one of, it's an insurance policy sale. It's not an insurance policy sale uh, because it's more critical than that. It's, it's a continuous uptime of an of a SMB, SMB's business. And uh, and that's pretty critical in the competitive nature of the marketplace today. And fr- frankly, the market is responding. So you know, if, if you look at it, um, iSCSI SAN technology is the absolute fastest growing part of the storage business in uh, in the developed markets today in the world today. And we, you know, we, we uh, as Dell as a company, we've sort of put our hand in our pocket and said, hey, we believe fully that there, you know, that, that this trend line, these trend lines we've been talking about, are not going away. And our acquisition of Equalogics, um, which will strengthen our product and and uh, overall channel leadership and helping to simplify storage and and virtualization IT for customers, um, 
we, we made that acquisition and that's going to be rolling out pretty soon here in the Canadian market. So, so we're, we're pretty, uh, we're pretty bullish on it. Um, you did mention something that I, I want to go back to, Stuart, because I think it's, I think it's a fun one of, uh, you know, your, your kids and their MP3s, et cetera. Just, just as an interesting stat I picked up the other day, uh, people right now are sharing, this is a global statement, people are sharing more than 1 billion MP3s a day over the internet. And YouTube is hosting 100 million video streams a day. So that's all. That's exciting. That talks about the viral nature of uh, and the connectedness of people around the globe and around Canada um, and the internationalism that our SMBs can take by, uh, by utilizing the, the tools that are now available to change the nature of their business. But, uh, but just think of the data behind that. I go back to the 988 uh, exabytes of data by 2010, and uh, Michael Dell's got an interesting quote about that one. He, he, uh, he terms it this. He says, pick up a, a handful of sand the next time you're at a beach, whether it's at a lake or, uh, or by the ocean, and just let the sand drift between your fingers. I think we've all probably done this. And you see the sand drifting between your fingers, and in that sand are grains and grains, like you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of grains of sand. Well, 988 exabytes, um, according to Michael's uh, statement, is equivalent to all the sand on all the beaches of the world. Wow, so so uh, from a byte standpoint, if each grain of sand is, is one byte, it's equivalent to all the sand in all the beaches of the world. So uh, data is not going away. We, we better figure out about it. Uh, and, uh, you know, Dell's making significant, significant investments in this area because it's critical for our customers. Uh, it's critical for our channel partners to, uh, to provide for our customers. And, and we, we just see the, the nature of this area growing uh, immensely in the future. Well, you mentioned something right at the beginning of your, of your talk there was uh, for IT professionals, small business specialists, people taking care of small businesses from a technology standpoint, is it's no longer about the technology it's very underlining, you know, the, if it, what kind of NAS device you're using, what kind of fan or what kind of server or what kind of workstation. It, that's the underlying, that's kind of the foundation, which is important. But really when we're talking to our small business clients now, it really is not a, uh, a technology bits and bytes type uh, talk. It's really the business drivers uh, that we need to talk with. And I believe the uh, successful small business specialists in 2008 will understand that. And I like to kind of just reiterate the white paper that I wrote that's available through ITSuccessMentor.com. You can download that uh, on, off that website, and it just talks about some of the trends coming up. But I want to talk about IT issues, uh, Kevin, for a second with you. Uh, worldwide or, you know, small business uh, owners have similar IT issues. And I know in the study that you did with the I, ICSB, uh, what were some of those uh, issues that were identified. Uh, did we lose you? Hello? I wonder if we yeah. have any I can hear you. You got me? Okay, got you now. You're oh, back. Yeah. sorry. Not sure what happened there. Um, that, that's a great question. I did hear your question. So, uh, fantastic question. Thank you for that. And and I think the uh, the key component there is is how, how, when we're addressing the IT environment of our customers, how critically are we, un or sorry, how, how much in depth are we understanding their environment? So, what are they actually using the technology for? Because, and, uh, and uh, as I mentioned at the, at the top end, we have well over 100,000 customers that contact Dell on a regular basis and that we contact them. And, uh, and if you look at this, the stratification of SMB customers, in the 200 to 500 space, there's maybe 1,500 uh, of those customers, 2,000 of those customers in the Canadian marketplace. In the 100 to 200 space, well, there's around nine to 12,000, depending on who you talk to, of customers in that space. When you start getting down to the, uh, the one to nine, that's when we get the vast majority. That's when we get the over a million customers. And when customers are, are in the one to nine, one to 50 space, quite often it's a case of they don't have an IT manager on staff. 
Uh, they, uh, there's someone who uh, it's either the proprietor or an admin or somebody who's got three other jobs that's been told, uh, we've got new employees starting, can you go buy them a PC? You know, and, and that's sort of the thought process around IT. Uh, and, and I think the, the way in which we can best help and, and assist those customers in running their businesses more effectively is if we engage in, well, okay, I'll give you the quote for that and away we go. Thank you very much for, uh, for the order to let me understand. Yes, you're adding that staff member, but what projects are occurring within your business? You know, and, and we all know this as, uh, as business leaders of, of, uh, of partners who are serving customers or for ourselves, but I think it gets too easy to just accept the, uh, the request for quotation in a sense. And pretty critically, customers are saying, and uh, going back you know, from a survey standpoint, um, small businesses want to use IT to better serve customers. About 66% of uh, small businesses said that. Um, in Canada, it was 68%. And over 60% of, so you know, the, the majority of customers want to use IT to be more competitive in the market and to grow their business. So, you know, if we're to help them do that, we also have to help them overcome some of the IT issues they have in their environment. And from a survey perspective, we determined uh, the, the following. And I'll, I'll go through some of these, Stuart, um, just, just to give you coverage. 75% of small business owners um, state budget constraint is a major factor that limits the use of IT in their business. Okay, well, we've all heard that before, and uh, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether your Dell is a $60 billion company or, or your uh, company XYZ who has eight employees, budget is budget, and we have to manage the budget properly. So budget constraints being a major fa factor that limits the use of IT, again, it, it goes from the move of is the business looking at IT as a pure cost center? or is it a business enabler, or is it one of their strategic assets? And it's our job uh, in the industry to help customers who may be starting a business, who may be growing that business from, let's say, the standalone environment to a networked environment, from a, uh, from a local business to a regional or even international business, which is pretty easy to do these days. It's our job to help them sort of change the mindset around that 75% state budget constraints. Um, now, I think the next one is, is one that, that is absolutely understandable. 82% small businesses state time is an issue that limits the use of IT in their business. And you can understand that. Uh, I, I know for myself, my, time, the, my personal time is, the, is the, the, the most important commodity I have. I want to spend some time with my great family. I, uh, I want to spend some time with my friends, and I've got, my, my, I've got commitments uh, in, the, uh, in the work and employment world that, uh, that, I, that I have, um, and I'm not the sole proprietor. So as a sole proprietor, they have to do all those things, and quite frankly, they don't have the infrastructure behind them that I do. And for you know, even your, you, 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 not, uh, even uh, many of our partners uh, have much better infrastructures than uh, than many small businesses we serve. So we got to be very aware of 82% um, that time is an issue. 80% state management discomfort with technology limits the use of IT in their business. So I tie that stat of management discomfort right back to budget constraint uh, of being a major factor to the limit. If management of the small business uh, customer does not understand the value that it can provide to their business, they're not going to put, they're not going to dig into their pocket and take that, that bit of profit that feeds their family and spend it on IT. And that's our job in, uh, as a vendor for Dell, as a member of the partner community, to help our customers see that we can get past the discomfort um, by doing a couple of things. One is we become very aware of what's happening in their business, and we work to support that. We work to, to customize the solutions that are really valuable for them. Um, number two is as vendors, and, and this is, uh, you know, Dell's taken this one on, we go to market with products that are 
uh, optimized for small and medium business partners. And, and that's something that Dell's done uh, recently by launching, I, mean, I think we're the first in the industry, by launching an entire product line that is absolutely optimized to, uh, to small and medium businesses. And, and I think that will help reduce the discomfort of IT. Another, another couple here, 78% state rapid technology changes is an issue that limits the use of IT in their business. 70% state employee discomfort with technology is an issue that limits the use of, of IT in their business. Both of those go to the overall support that, uh, that Dell and, and our, our partners uh, have and provide to uh, small medium business customers. So I think those are the key issues, Um, and to me, that's the critical component of these are the pain points. This is what uh, these those things around budget, time, management, rapid technology changes, employee discomfort. That's what's going through your customer's mind or our customer's mind as we uh, as we. Uh, help try and help them and engage them to simplify their IT environment and to help them run their business better. Well, that really drives home the point, Kevin, of being the trusted advisor yes. uh, with, with your clients and your customers, uh, approaching it maybe from a consulting-type role instead of a box pusher. You bet. Traditionally, have done was just responding to RFQs and RFPs, yes. and really just put, it puts that uh, competing on price type of play into place when you do that. But when you start approaching it from being the advisor, and the consultant now you're selling now you're selling your IT services and your and the products that you resell uh, on the value compo- uh, component not the price component and you mentioned the Dell systems that are optimized for small business that'll be the, the Volstro line yeah can you go into can you go into some details about uh, what that product line looks like yeah, so so uh, Vostro for for those people on the on the line that may may not have heard of it or haven't seen it, um, we launched it uh, about uh, four or five five months ago now um, into the industry. And, and again, as I said, it's it's a product line that was literally built from the ground up in response to a lot of the surveys that we'd done, both both the, uh, the the survey that's that's given us a lot of the data today, the International Council for Small Business Survey, along with many focus groups, et cetera, where, uh, where we brought business owners in uh, to, to determine, you know, how, how can we bring a product to market that is really optimized for you? So the first piece is entrepreneurs want to simplify their their IT, um, really, so they can focus on their customers and their businesses. And they want, you know, most businesses, about 55% of small business owners uh, worldwide, deploy sophisticated technology themselves. And one of the points when I say that is they, they get the machine, they set it up, et cetera. Um, they hook it up to the network. Uh, a number one pain point, which, we, which came through in the service, is trialware that slows down, set up, and conflict with, uh, with other software. So... We, we remove trialware from all Dell systems. We remove that, and, uh, and that, that helps customers with have, having much faster uptime and, uh, and gets rid of that pain point for customers. Uh, they, the other component is, uh, from, a, from a standpoint of IT vendors, um, and this goes to us in the industry, only 15% of small businesses with fewer than 20 uh, employees have a full-time IT staff. So from a, from a product set, what that means is, is that uh, they want to be able to get the product on the network and have it working. And one of the things we did with Vostro was we installed something called Dell Network Assistant, which allows connection to a network in six clicks versus 14 with, um, with HP's Network Assistant. It gives an 89% success rate connecting to a shared printer versus uh, 27% without Dell's network assistant, as an example. Um, we installed into Vostro something called a, an automated PC tune-up, which reduces uh, 32 tuning performance security and maintenance, maintenance tasks into just one click. We provided online backup. We talked about backup component. We provide Dell online backup free for, uh, for a year of 10 gigabytes online storage data, data backup per system, really you know, just coming out of the box free. Um, and with our notebook line in Vostro, the wireless architecture that we've embedded there provides the latest Wi-Fi connections to, uh, to any, leading, uh, any leading small business notebook provider. 
Um, so you know we're we're uh, we're driving all these things through, but most importantly, we're we've got the best returns uh, policy in the industry. So if if it doesn't live up to if our product set doesn't live up to uh, what we say it does, then thirty thirty days, no restocking fee, no customer, um, no customer paid freight, and uh, and we back it all up through uh, through industry leading service and support. So so Vostro is uh, is a, is a great product for us. Um, it really, though, is a, a, a journey for us in the sense of we brought out, you know, phase one. Uh, we're going to continue to invest in flexible and uh, um, development, flexible and, and uh, develop products that really bring the latest technology to customers faster and, and then enhance uh, our solutions as, as our customers' needs change. Well, a lot of great advantages there to the small business for uh, within the, the Vostro line. One other thing in the uh, in the survey that I that I ran across here, when it came and talking about the trusted advisor and the consultant for small businesses, is that local IT consultants ranked pretty low uh, for IT role models and uh, in Canada at least, anyways, so between the one to 100 employees. Uh, what other you know what role models are actually small businesses turning to, Kevin, to uh, make IT decisions? Uh, when you say role models, what do you – sorry, sir? Uh, like peers in the industry or where are they getting some of their IT ad- advice from? Oh, I see. Sorry, pardon me. Um, yeah, that that was an interesting one, wasn't it, as part of the uh, uh, as part of the overall survey. And, and one of the data points there in terms of pain points was, you know, customers are looking for you – know, 44% of customers um, as a pain point said – you know, I can't find an IT service company that understands a small business needs. And so uh, I think you know, our customers are going to do, or are doing a few things. Number one, they're getting referrals from, uh, from people that are in like businesses. So, you know, if you do a great job effectively in, uh, in one customer's business, uh, very often you'll see a great referral turn into business in another customer, and this happens uh, an awful lot uh, for us here at Dell. Uh, another component is there is massive amounts of information on the web. And one of the things that we've been trying to do as, uh, as an organization is we've been building, uh, we call it Small Business 360, uh, a, a microsite within Dell Canada, so Dell.ca, and then go into the Small Business section. You'll find a microsite there, which is really starting a dialogue among small businesses so that they can share information amongst themselves. So I think the whole, the whole trend towards uh, blogs is becoming a very powerful force in the industry. And for small, medium business customers, it's, it's a great way for them to go somewhere where they can get some uh, you know, di- different pieces of advice, um, take it for what it is, and then make a determination of, of uh, okay, so am I going to deal with, uh, with partner X, partner Y, vendor X, vendor Y? So I think there's there's lots of lots and lots of information out there for customers, um, but the challenge is uh, they don't have the time to get to it, and quite often it's not their expertise space. Uh, it's not their you know it's it's not how they uh, want to be thinking what they want to be thinking about each day. So so it, again I think it comes back to you know if we address some of the pain points of managing costs. Um, and helping customers really optimize uh, their business and thinking about their business in a con- consultative way, we're going to change the perception that, that uh, maybe they, they don't trust what's happening out there in the industry. Well, it really just goes to show the, the, the added strength of being the advisor or the consultant and actually Absolutely. work at your clients so you can get those referrals. So we have like 10 minutes left, Kevin. I want to okay. touch on I want to touch on the Partner Direct program. I understand sure. That it's not officially released in Canada yet, which is which is okay. We'll work out all the, the the challenges down in the states there and get all you know get it refined for when it comes up here. No challenges. It's actually going great. We're really Perfect. excited about it. 
So can we can we talk about the Dell Partner Direct program? What uh, what is it all about? Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to, Stuart. So uh, so for for just just to recap on one of the stats I mentioned before, um, right now, and uh, many of you may be listening. Uh, thank you very much for your business already in in Canada. Uh, just just on you know, I'll take it down from a globally down to a Canada view, but uh, a lot of the partner community uh, hasn't been aware that Dell currently does nine billion dollars uh, globally through the partner through our partners. And uh, we have 30,000 partners globally. There's 15,000 in the United States. Here in Canada, we have 1,100 to 1,200 partners that, uh, that we've been dealing with many for many, many years. And what's been terrific is uh, as we announced the program, the actual formalization of the program in the United States, I, uh, I personally have received many, many calls and emails. Um, and Greg Davis, who runs the program with the former president of Dell Canada, understands the, uh, the Canada market really well and is leading up the entire development and rollout of our channel uh, partner direct program, sorry, our channel business. Uh, Greg has been receiving emails from uh, partners in Canada and they come directly to me and uh, I've been able to speak with a lot of folks. And, and it's, it's been really actually very, very positive in terms of the response that, uh, that I've been getting. So I, I can share with you, if you'd like, Stuart, some of the components of the Partner Direct program in the U.S. Um, yeah, okay. So, um, so they're, they're, the program is, is made up on, in a couple of key areas in the United States. And, uh, and in, in this way, we will be exactly the same in Canada when we do launch. Um, we have two levels of partnership. Uh, one, is the, one level is a registered partner. And uh, those are individuals who uh, who are an established hardware, software, services reseller. Currently, it's as simple as completing a, an application online. Um, there's an agreement to terms and conditions, which is pretty standard. We're all aware of that. And uh, all that's sort of required is a reseller tax ID, uh, being in business for a minimum of a year. Uh, being a, a registered business uh, here in Canada and having a legitimate website promoting their business as a partner. So for most of the people we currently deal with in Canada, that's, uh, I would say, all, um, that's the case. And if we look at the overall partner community in Canada, I don't know if everybody's aware of this, but um, my good friends at, uh, I won't mention the name directly, but a very large software company, some people may have probably heard about and use on a daily basis, um, tell me that they've got a very good view of what the partner community is, and it's around 6,000 partners in Canada that are registered with, with that particular uh uh, particular vendor, and so that's that's the overall in industry. About the sixteen hundred, fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred of of those partners represent around eighty percent of the revenue. So that's sort of a makeup of what the Canada view looks like. Um, but anyway, so so that's what's happening in Canada. I think a, a great many of the partners um, of the of the those individuals will uh, be able to qualify and be a registered partner for Dell. One of the key components that we built into our program is that we are dealing with um, value versus volume. So contrary to some of the other partner programs out there in the industry, what we're really looking at is, is we want to deal with partners who are adding great value into uh, their customers. So s similar to what we've been saying, Stuart, and, and you've hit it straight on the boards, uh, just being a box pusher out there, uh, that's not really of interest to us. That's not really of interest to the customers, the end user customers. And uh, and so, you know, we, we want partners who are adding value, who we believe that, you know, with our standardized technology, with with our, uh, the uh, the overall value that we provide in service and support with our customizability straight from Dell that, that we are we are able to do a lot of the basic movement of product um, to customers. We're looking for partners who can add value in the overall sale with the customer and in the overall provision of, uh, of services. So value versus volume is important. Um, we, uh, we also um, are going to add to those partners um, a bunch of bunch of components, um, and I'll get into that in a second. Anyway, so so we got registered partners. Uh, we also have a second area, which we're calling certified partners, and uh, the certified partner area is one of uh, specific practice areas 
that will be rolled out. And uh, an example of those um, that we've talked about already, uh, one is in the services area, so managed services. Um, that's the first specific area rolled out as part of our Silverback acquisition. And uh, a second area um, that, we, that we initially talked about was in the enterprise space. And in those areas, we'll be looking for a, a little bit more diligence around, uh, around requirements. So we'll look for people who have specific practice area experience. Um, we'll look for third-party technical certification, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, relevant product and solution certification, and uh, we'll be doing a, a business practices review, but overall pretty standard uh, in the industry. Just one so Kevin, if I can interrupt you there for a second, can you just clarify what the enterprise space is? Because I think there was some confusion even when we chatted last on what the enterprise uh, looks like. Yeah, so uh, for us on, on the enterprise, um, and uh, that's a great, great term. It's probably a, an internal delta. I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to change change the way in which I describe it. Um, for us, what we think about as the enterprise is we think about servers and storage and, and related services. So, enterprise not being the size of customers, but more the technology behind. So, for for those uh, small business uh, uh, partners uh, and other partners out there delivering to larger businesses, we're we're looking to uh, to certify partners who are very strong on the enterprise space, meaning uh, very strong with server deployments, uh, with networking, with storage uh, deployments, uh, etc. Perfect. Well, thanks for clarifying, because I knew at the first time I talked to you, I went, well, gee, we don't service to the enterprise or small business, but that, it's just the product suite or the solution suite that it is, like servers and storage, like you mentioned. Sure. So coming into the, the, the home stretch here, we've got about two or three minutes left. Okay. What what can partners do in Canada or even partners that are listening to us in the USA that want to engage with Dell? I mean, I know not, Canada's not released yet, but we can do some prep work. Yeah. For those of us uh, in the state, where can we go? Where can partners go next to maybe get some information and begin that process to start engaging with Dell more closely? Hey, super question, Stuart. So, um, so that's that's a really really easy one to uh, for every partner who's listening to to get an overview. Um, and so, for the partners that may be in the United States, the the program's launched. It's rolling. Uh, we uh, we've had a massive response um, to the program, and it's and if it's every for all all points uh, considered, it is uh, it is really going very very successfully for us. And all a, a U.S. partner has to do is go to www.dell.com backslash uh, partner direct and they will be able to get access to uh, the partner direct uh, portal for the United States so uh, so that's really really easy for them to do uh, once they get in there they will see um, sorry it's www. I'll repeat that www.dell.com backslash partner pardon me not with partner direct um, when they go into that site they will see uh, areas where they will get details in detail about the program for registered partners for certified partners they will uh, be able to take a, a look at our deal registration site which uh, which is something that we have in place in the United States uh, for for those deals that are large deals to ensure that uh, we're working cooperatively with partners and we we don't have any issues of Dell's direct business competing against our partner business. Um, so you know we've all got that in place and that's fantastic. Uh, they will get to see the benefits of build-to-order customer configuration, custom factory integration that can be done, uh, drop ship capability directly into their customer sites. Uh, the overall online uh, connectivity and single point of accountability that they can get from from Dell uh, as a partner onto that site. Um, so, so that's what our U.S. partners can do. It's all launched and it's ready and available. Um, here in Canada, there's uh, two things that, that can be done. Uh, number one, immediately I welcome any partner out there to uh, send me an email and uh, myself or one of the great members of my team will contact you. My email address is Kevin underscore Peasker, and that's spelled P-E-E-S-K-E-R at Dell.com. Uh, please feel free to send me an email, and uh, and I'll I'll give you uh, have a direct discussion with you about about what's happening in Canada. Uh, but at this stage, we're uh, we're looking to roll out um, 
a program here in Canada that uh, that is is very very similar in nature to the U.S. and and I'll tell you what that means is we'll have registered partners, we'll have certified partners. You can use the Dell logo. Um, you'll have access to a wealth of information from Dell, and uh, you'll be able to register deals and uh, and and really you know start and improve uh, a great relationship uh, that you can develop with Dell. Perfect. Well, there's the closing music coming up, Kevin. That's great. I like it. Thank you for joining us today on uh, Small Business IT Radio. Join us next Friday as we uh, have uh, Larry Kessler from For Profit on talking about creating a culture of accountability in our small business practices. So that's next Friday at 10 o'clock Mountain, noon on the Eastern Time Zone and 9 a.m. on the West Coast. Until then, have a great and successful week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.